You are listening to SaaS Growth, a podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketers, sales, and service teams stay up to date on the best strategies and tactics that are being used to thrive in the SaaS battlefield. We discuss topics like account-based marketing, B2B marketing, content marketing, sales and marketing alignment, and more. My name is Cedric Pudvain, and I'm the CEO of Vertex Marketing Agency, an agency where we focus solely on helping B2B SaaS companies implement an account-based marketing strategy. And I'm also one of the co-hosts of the show. When we're not interviewing industry leaders, we will be sharing some of the sales and marketing systems we're implementing for us and our clients. Let's launch. Hello, my name is Sydney and I will be your host for today's episode. I'm really excited to talk with Matt Wallach, who is the founder and sales coach at Excellus. He's been in the SaaS world for about two decades now, which puts him in a pretty good place to share some of his expertise that lies in sales and in particular crafting a buyer journey in order to maximize conversions at every stage from lead to close. Thanks so much for being with us, Matt. Thanks, Sydney. Happy to be here. Yeah, me too. Uh, Today, we'll go through three ways to effectively turn your demo process into a conversion machine. I'm really pumped to talk about that. I think uh, more often than not, we're we're talking about marketing. So I'm really excited to be talking about kind of the sales side and actually get that that real insight from someone who's actually been through it themselves. That's great. I know a lot of people really focus on marketing and it's always scary to, to wonder where your leads are coming from. But then uh, all of a sudden you do start getting leads and you realize, okay, how are we going to get them across the line and make them customers? Exactly. That's the, that's the real question. Uh, Maybe just give us a bit of a background on Excellus and, uh, and yourself and what you're up to. Sure. Yeah. So with Excellus, what we do is we help mostly B2B SaaS companies who are looking to improve their sales process. Um, Essentially we really focus on systems and, and we have a formula that allows people to, really make it easy and it's very repeatable and it's something that really, really works. It allows them to really boost their conversion rates at every stage of the sales funnel. Um, Once that lead comes in, we want to make sure we get that into a demo. And then with that demo, we want to make sure we have a really well structured, well oiled machine that uh, gets people really engaged and really, you know, emotionally tied to your product. And then we uh, work to get them over the line and and, uh, close the deal. Maybe just bring us through three ways that you can wrap it up to effectively turn your demo process into a conversion machine and get some insight on uh, some actionable tips that people can actually uh, take action on right away. Yeah, for sure. So one of the things people actually don't think about a lot, uh, they think, okay, somebody's going to come in as an inbound lead. My marketing worked. They actually signed up. They raised their hand. But now we, we get kind of a little lackadaisical and we think, oh, okay, if they want a demo, then they're definitely going to go through the demo. Actually, a lot of inbound leads never end up talking to a salesperson. They never make it to that call. And a lot of it is because people don't track it. They're not focused on how can we improve that? How can we make sure that we're getting as many possible leads into a demo call or into a sales call? And so that's one right there is make sure that you're tracking your lead to demo conversion rate. If somebody says, I want to, to have a demo, I want a call with a sales rep, then absolutely you need to make sure you're doing everything possible to get them into that call. For, for a team who maybe isn't doing that very precisely right now, what would you recommend? Like are there certain softwares that they could use or is it really just taking the time to put it in the CRM and like really just keep track of that, that lead and to the demo process? 
It, yeah, it's not so much the software, although you do need to make sure that uh, your leads, when they come in, that they automatically are being logged into the CRM because you don't want to spend time doing that manually. And you want to make sure it's notifying somebody so that they instantly know that somebody just filled out the form, somebody just came in. And the reason you want that instantly is because it is absolutely critical to get to them as soon as possible. And we see this all the time. There are so many companies that don't get back to their leads. In fact, there's a study that shows that more than half of companies don't even respond to their leads in five days. So I can't even imagine how these companies are still making money, but uh, many companies don't get back to them quickly. But, but a lot of people have taken a, a, a proactive stance and they say, yes, we definitely want to get back to these leads right away. And so they say, if we call them within the first hour or two, that's really good, right? And, and yeah, that is good. That's better than five days. However, you can do a lot better. And what we've seen is that when you're able to get your, your response time really, really quick, and I'm talking quick, not 20 minutes, not 15 minutes, but if you can respond all the way down to five minutes, that's an almost 400% increase in your sales conversions, just right there. And so if a lead comes in, bang, quickly make sure that that's a real lead, quickly make sure that they're in your target market and give them a call right away. Because that way you're going to be able to more often get them into a demo, which means you have a much, likelihood, much higher likelihood of closing the deal. So for a team that isn't really doing that right now, I mean, you said most, most people or most companies that you're working with, you know, they aren't really taking that approach, right? So if they're so used to calling them or only following up with them uh, five days or a week after, or even two hours after, how can they make it so they are responding and following up with them much faster? Yeah, great question, Sydney. So uh, a lot of companies, once they realize this, they, they on their own kind of come to the conclusion, when I'm working with people and I lay this out for them, they say, wow, we've got to change that. Well, they realize pretty quickly that you need to have somebody dedicated to this. Or if your, your inbound lead volume isn't uh, strong enough just yet for a full-time person, then you need to make sure that this is somebody's top priority. Meaning if they're working on something else, as soon as this happens, they get a notification that pops in their face. They need to switch over and immediately give that person a ring because it's so, so impactful. And, and what we've done, we've looked at companies we've worked with and what we're seeing is that people who don't focus on this and people who don't track it, when those inbound leads come in, it's about a 40 to 45% ratio of getting them into a demo. Which is, which is crazy because in the back of your head, you're thinking, oh, if somebody says they want a demo, they're definitely going to go and see a demo eventually. But that's not the case because they're really excited and they're thinking about your product and, and it's a strong enough uh, you know, of a value to them that they want to actually spend some time and go through a demo so they fill out the form. But then their interest starts to wane. They bounce around the web, they go find another system that's similar. They go do it something else. Their job gets in the way. And if you call a few days later, they're totally out of the picture. They've forgotten about that. They're past it. You've got to get on them right away when they're extremely emotional about what's happening, where their pain is. And mm -hmm. so that's really, really critical. So the companies we work with, they're usually around 40 to 45% of getting those leads into a demo. And we can get them up to about 80 to 90%. So basically 
doubling that conversion ratio. Now, is that just from that tactic that you just mentioned? There are other tactics as well. A lot of it uh, is uh, based around the sequencing. We work with our clients very strongly on how to make sure that you are, are putting the right messaging in there and how to make sure that the cadence of the sequence works. Because sometimes people call and they didn't get through and okay, well, we gave it a shot. Hopefully they call me back, I left a message. And maybe they call one more time, but really you need to talk to them or at least reach out, I should say maybe six, seven, eight, nine times. In fact, we've built sequences up to 12 different points of contact alternating between phone and email. And you'd be shocked at how many times the SDR comes back and says, wow, that was my 11th time and we got them finally. <laughs> now, what do those phone calls look like? If you're touching points 12 times, are they just you know friendly phone calls or are they really um, sales driven trying to sell the product? Um, it, it wouldn't be so much selling a product. It would be trying to get them. All you're trying to do at that point, at that part of the funnel, is just get them to talk to somebody. Just get them to talk to a sales rep. And because you know if you've got your, your, your good reps and you know that if they can see your product, you have a good chance of closing them. You feel pretty good about that. And there's ways we can make that process really good too. But you know at least if you get them to that stage, they're committed enough and you can show them the goods, you can probably get them in. Uh, however, it's tough to get them to that stage, to get them to see the product. And so those phone calls are geared around just making sure that they can do that. So a lot of it is trying to remove barriers, trying to make it, uh, trying to make yourself really available. Hey, do you have time this evening, this weekend? Do you have time early next week? What looks best for you? Anything like that that you can do to help them make it, uh, make them feel easy about this, make them feel like it's a, a simple process and not a big hurdle they have to come over, it's going to make it easier for you to close them. Definitely. Now, you recommend that definitely for, for demos, if they're opting in for a demo, would you, would you recommend also the same thing if they're just opting in for white papers or, you know, uh, ebooks? You know, so mm -hmm. do, do you still recommend them calling that quickly if they're just opting in for a piece of content or is it only for the demos? No, absolutely. If you're getting, so a lot of companies sort those and, and they would call those types of leads an MQL, a marketing qualified lead. So it's not quite all the way to somebody who has raised their hand and says, I want to talk to a salesperson, but at least they're interested and you've produced some good content such that it's made them, you know, want to reach out and want to learn more. That's gold. If you get them to that stage, you absolutely should be nurturing them into a demo eventually. But that's a a little bit different of a process, Sydney. Okay. That's yeah. not going to be quite as insistent, quite as, hey, let's, let's talk. When are we getting together? What's your schedule look like? That's much more, hey, I see you downloaded this white paper about efficiency. Well, let's talk about other ways you can be efficient. Did you see this video? Have you seen this blog post? And so your, your cadence and your sequence is a little less pushy, a little more helpful until they realize, hey, this is somebody who's really there to help me. Let's see what their product can do. Yep, that definitely makes sense. So let's move on to number two. Number two is you need to make sure you have a very proper demo structure. So now that you've gotten them into the demo, you need to make sure that you achieve maximum success with that demo. And I do what's called demolitions and I do sales audits, meaning um, if a company you know, wants to improve their process, I'll go through their sales process as a prospect and shop the company. So they won't know, their salespeople won't know it's me, 
Uh, they'll all look like a real prospect, but essentially all go through the whole process. And much of that process obviously is going through the demo. Um, by the way, when I do that, I also do two of their competitors as well. And they get this really cool report that compares them versus their competitors. And they can see where the, where the misses are so they know what to improve. Um, but when I do this and I go through these demos, I see demos and demo skills that are all over the map, Sydney. I mean, we're talking uh, some people have a good idea of what to do. Um, and some people have no clue and they're just kind of uh, uh, fishing and, and hoping that uh, showing around the product works. And, and that can really get you into trouble because if you have a chance at somebody and you blow it, you, you're, the likelihood of ever getting them, even two or three years down the road, is, is very, very nil. Because once they've got that in their head that you're a terrible system, or that you can't solve their issue, even if you improve, even if you hire better salespeople, even if you try to do everything you can to make your process better down the road, you've already lost them. They will not realize that you've, uh, you've made those improvements. Yeah, first impression is uh, especially important in these kind of uh, demos. Absolutely. So we coach a, a certain structure. You need to make sure that you're doing four things in your demos. And it, and it kind of goes through the whole process. And then what we call, we call it the perfect deal process, D-E-A-L. And the perfect deal process is founded on these four pillars, D-E-A-L. D is for discovery. You need to make sure that you are learning everything you can about your prospect. Now that goes for before the call, you need to look them up, research them. That goes for during the call, you need to have a very proper discovery outline. That's something that we work on our, our, with our clients very, very well. We make sure that their, their discovery process is solid because you have to be able to, to learn everything you can about them so you can tie it back later. Then you wanna educate, so that's the E, educate. You gotta make sure that you are coaching them up on what's happening. You gotta make sure that you're teaching them about uh, industry trends, very important to kind of show what trends that are happening out there that are outside of their control but something that really will impact their business. And you wanna make sure that that's something that's going to push them to your product, that your product can help them with. So making it relevant, obviously. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and then the A is associate. So now that you've learned about them, now that you have educated them and you've got them thinking in the right way, now you need to take your product and associate its key features back to their ills, back to their pains, back to the industry trends, and make sure that they fully understand that your product is going to solve their pain. So you need to associate it. And then the last one, the L, that's lead. You need to lead the conversation. Lead actually happens in two ways. You need to lead the conversation. You need to make sure that you are in control. There's a great book out there called The, the Challenger Sale that I highly recommend. Um, and in The Challenger Sale, it talks about taking control. You need to make sure that you are in control of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And there are some very um, effective ways to do that. You don't want to, to lose control to your prospect. But that's one way we can lead. We can lead the conversation. And then the second way we lead is that we lead them to the close. We lead and follow the, the steps. And that's actually the, the third uh, point in our, in our three big points here, Sydney, is leading and taking control to the, showing them the next steps, walking them through what's going to happen. 
one that I constantly am preaching, this is new to your, your prospects. This is the first time they've gone through your sales process. But after you've done this a while, this is your hundredth time. This is your 200th time, your thousandth time. You're the one who knows what should happen and what's going exactly. to happen. So you need to be the one to take control. So you need to lead them through the process, hold their hand through every step and make sure they get to the close. That's awesome. That is some really great actionable tips there. Um, I've read the book, uh, Spin Selling. Have you heard of that one before? I've heard of it. I've not read it. Yeah, I've, I'm reading it again right, right now um, and, and really just prevent preventing objections rather than dealing with objections. So mm -hmm. um, I'll also check out the, the Challenger sale. It seems like a good one too. But hey, those are, those are really great actionable tips that people can really take a look at their demo structure and, you know, f find the missing pieces to their, uh, their deal, the D-E-A-L. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. And now I know on the last call that we had together, um, you talked about thank you notes. So how are you using thank you notes after maybe a demo or talking to uh, a prospect? Yeah, so th that's super important. And it's kind of uh, an old traditional thing that's gone by the wayside. Um, of course, people are, are sending emails and that's good. In fact, not everybody's sending a thank you email. You definitely should if you're not. Um, but you can even take it a step further and send handwritten thank you notes. Incredibly powerful, mm -hmm. incredibly effective. And it's super, super simple. Um, there's a few ways you can accomplish this at scale. Some people might think, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't have enough time. I, I talk to too many people every day and that's a good thing. I'm glad you're doing that, but there are a few ways you can, you can do it at scale. One is you can, there's a, there are companies out there that do this. I think handwritingly or something like that. There's a few different online services that'll actually send handwritten thank you notes in your writing. You basically submit a sample, just write out what you want, and then they'll send it for you. Just kind of go in there and click who it's going to, and they'll shoot it out. It's, it's, it's pretty slick. Um, if you don't want to do that, you can always have uh, an assistant, an admin in your company, do it and you sign it. Um, and so it, there, there are a variety of different ways to accomplish this. And of course you can do it yourself, but it is very powerful and very effective when somebody is, is um, getting that and they realize this person really knows what they're doing. And if they think they, that you know what you're doing and following up with one piece of the puzzle, they'll equate that to you know what you're doing across the entire puzzle. Exactly. And it just shows that, I mean, you're actually putting time and effort into their conversation and just, just being present with them, you know? And mm -hmm. who doesn't like getting things written in the mail, right? I know when something comes in, I mean, <laughs> usually it's just bills, but well, when something actually comes in and it's handwritten and it's for your birthday or whatever, like I know that feels good and making sure your prospect and your, or the lead also feels that a sense of importance is really important. I think. For sure. I totally agree. Hey Matt, this has been awesome. I think the information that you've given right now is super actionable. It's really great. Um, I think people are actually going to be able to look at this or listen to this, I guess, and uh, really take it home and look at their process right now and find the gaps that, that they're, that they're able to fill in. Good. That's awesome. I, I appreciate you having me. It's been great. Sweet. And if, uh, if people are looking to contact you and get in touch with you, where, where can they do so? Um, through the website, excelis.com. Um, or they can email me Matt at excelis.com. Cool. And how is excelis spelt? X S L sorry. <laughs> Gotta spell your company name, right? X 
S-E-L-L-U-S. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much, Matt. I uh, really appreciate coming on here. 